welcome, welcome, welcome <laughs> to the Creaky Chair Show. You know, it's one of those things. Anyway, um, so I wanted to just quickly do a podcast because, I don't know, I was kind of bored and wanted to talk about some shit. Tell me what's up. But one of the things that uh, we had a conversation on the show uh, regarding this young guy who threw his mom out. Okay. And I'm a little on the fence about it. I mean, first of all, full disclosure, um, I was the only one on the show who felt that um, what he did was horrendous. Everybody else was like, well, we understand it. Now, let me give you some of the, the backstory in case, because I don't know that you were in the studio or not. But there are a lot of missing pieces for me in order to have a really good um, idea about how I feel about this. Okay. Um, we don't know how old the guy is. We don't know how old um, uh, the mama is. What we do know is that um, apparently it's his house. Okay. She's been living with him since 2017. Okay. He has a baby on the way. Okay. I don't know if he's married to the young woman that he has a baby on the way with, but I do know that this woman has a previous child. So his thing is you got to go because you stayed with me long enough and I've got a whole new family moving in. Okay. Now, she went on social media, TikTok to be exact. That's why I want to know how old she is. What's your ass doing on TikTok? No, no judgment because I too am on TikTok, but I'm not doing stupid shit like that. <laughs> FYI, for everyone out there in the zeitgeist, let me tell you this. Help is not on the way on social media. You will not find help on social media. If you're looking for someone to take your side, it's not going to happen. Social media is there to make fun of you, to pass judgment, and to basically make you feel like shit. <laughs> they will build you up and tear your ass quickly down. Trust me when I tell you. So I don't know why as a mother, as a whole grown woman, she would go on TikTok to air out this dirty laundry and then proceed to say, I'm going to call the cops on you. Up until that point, I was kind of on her side. Again, understanding I did not like the fact that she tried to go to TikTok like somehow TikTok had the answer and Maya Angelou still resided there or something. I don't, I don't know what that was about. However, the young guy came back maybe, I don't know how many days later and basically gave his side of the story to say, you know, you've been with me for years. Okay. I have a sister who lives down the street. She's going through some stuff. Go stay with her. You can go stay with her. It's not like I'm putting you out on the street. You kind of are. Because I don't know if he spoke to the sister or not. So for me, it's a very convoluted situation where, you know, you have this guy, you have this mom, and she's getting tossed out because he's got a new family coming in. And he's suggesting that she go and stay with the sister down the street. What what was the wife's or the girlfriend's? What did she say on TikTok? We don't know. Okay. Which is why, I'm for me, number one, I don't even know if this is his wife. It could be his girlfriend. Okay. We don't know. He didn't say my wife. He just said, I have a baby on the way. Right. He didn't say me and my wife. He just said, I have a whole new family. Gotcha. So, you know, everybody in the room was of the belief that, you know, that's what a man is supposed to do. You grow up, you get a new family, you take care of them. I'll ride with you on that because I, right. I believe that to a certain extent. However, if this is your girlfriend, 
who just happened to get pregnant. Maybe you guys wanted to have a baby. I don't know. I really don't care. In my mind, I'm thinking, I understand that a wife can leave you, a girlfriend can leave you, but at least as a wife, there's at least a little more. And I say this begrudgingly because I've never been married, but I would like to think that having taken that extra step to get married, that you would be a little bit more committed and feel less likely to leave than you would if it was just my girlfriend and we go together, right? So for me, I'm like, that's going to always be a mama. Right. Girlfriend might be ex-girlfriend. Wife might become ex-wife. Ain't going to be no ex-mamas around here. That's going to always be a mama. Right. Always. So I'm like, one day you might be in a position where you need mama. Ex-girlfriend ain't going to come for you because if you break up with her, she's done with you. Right. Ex-wife, especially if it is a tumultuous divorce, don't call her because she's not coming. She's not going to spit on you if you want fire walking down the street. <laughs> mama may not like you. She might be mad at you, but she will walk through scorching sands to get to you. So my thing was, I'm not quite sure I'm on the side of let's throw mama out. It is it is weird, though, that uh, they wouldn't want the actual help. Like, most people would like, be like, yes, I have an extra help that lives at home. I, Especially I, if there's a new baby coming. Maybe the son feels like, I don't need mama's help. She's been here for all these years, and I'm pa- and he was packing up her shit as mm. she was on the video. I feel like maybe something must have happened. Well, I think something definitely happened. Yeah, because I don't think... Argument ensued. Yeah. You know, clean this shit up. No, maybe. And he's not. like, this ain't your house. I paid the bills. Now, mom was like, don't talk to me like that. I'll talk to you in the way I want to. But get your shit and get out. I'm making all of this up. I don't know that any of yeah. that happened, but it sounds it's familiar. Not. Yeah, it sounds like something happened. Because I personally wouldn't throw my mom out. Um, especially if she's lived with me for a long, long time. If anything, if if that, if maybe the house was too small. I mean, I guess defend, depending on the circumstances, I would probably try to find... A, other accommodations for her but for the most he part, did he offered up <laughs> his sister's house uh, and i don't know that he even spoke to his sister he just said my sister lived down the street and she's having she's going through postpartum you put i don't mean to air her dirty laundry but you did <laughs> yeah no i wouldn't i wouldn't throw my mom out um i i feel like there's loopholes in the not empty holes in the, in the story yeah I don't know. In my head, and this coming from a girl whose mama, both mamas put her out. (laughs) One at birth. (laughs) But I feel like your parents can do that, but you can't do that to your parents. Like, I feel like... I mean, there's... now, Now, full disclosure, I would imagine there are certain situations that might call for you to say, mama gotta go. Right. Right? Like, if you're married... And your mama don't get along with your husband. And you've tried and you've tried and you try. Or your dad. Daddy don't have a place to go. You know, do you put him out? There has to be a line, right? That that says we can't cross this line. Because if you are interfering in my current relationship and putting it in jeopardy, do we still allow mama and daddy to stay? I mean, I mean, they do say that sometimes parents do put a strain, like parents living with you and your significant other put a strain on your relationship. And I actually, I've seen it happen in my family. Um, so I, I, I don't want to know the story. No, no, no. I'm not going to tell you the story. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You. Thank you. No, but I mean, it, 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 
it has happened, but I feel like I feel like in that case, then it, it needs to be a conversation and a slow transition. Well, if you ask the son, a slow transition since 2017. No, I'm saying, but he didn't have this girlfriend in 2017. See, that's what I said. Yeah. So, I'm so just- in my mind, I feel as though the conversation probably went a little like, mama, I'm in love. I got a baby coming. You don't know nothing about love. What you know about love? You don't know. She loved me and she's never going to leave me. And he, she was probably like, yeah, but I've been here with you. I've been holding you down. Yeah. And the, the girlfriend possibly was in the ear like, get him, get her, get her. Yeah. She don't love you like I do. Well, I don't know. Yeah, like I don't I don't necessarily think that it should be a situation like get out tomorrow, you know? Like I don't Well, no, it wasn't. It was get out now. <laughs> it <laughs> well, wasn't I get mean, out tomorrow. It was get out now. Because he was packing her things yeah, no. as she was live on social media. Which again I have a problem with because nobody on social media is coming to your aid. Right. Nobody. You're gonna have people who are gonna be on one side and people who are gonna be on the other. But at the end, it will still be just you, your son, and the popo when they get yeah. there. At the apartment by yourself or the house. Right. Yeah, no, I don't. I think that was wrong. And I feel like, yeah, there's there's things they're not telling us. Yeah. He must have, the mom must have pissed them off. Probably. But I mean, you ain't really a mom until you done pissed your kids off. Trust (laughs) me, I can tell you the truth. And that comes from me being a mother and me having had a mother. I know. But I just, I don't know. In my head, I'm like, I know what it feels like. I know I am not the only one, but I know what it feels like to not have your mother here with you and to feel almost like an alien in a society where a lot of people still have their mom. And I'm so happy for them. So I could not imagine doing something as as I don't want to call it heinous, but just so blatantly disrespectful to your mother as to throw her out. Now, I don't know what conversations were had prior to her pressing play or go live. I don't, I don't know, but I can't think of, I've been very mad at my mama. I've been very angry with my mom. I've wanted to curse her out. I've wanted to do all of those things, but at the end of the day, I still loved her and I would never want to do anything that would have made it where I couldn't come back. And I feel like doing something like this so live in front of the world, how do you come back from that? Yeah. I don't know. I, you know what? I think maybe this is my assumption with the situation. I think that the girlfriend and the mom don't get along. Could be. And I think that he was probably forced to pick a side. And you're going to choose the side of your baby. He he picked the coochie. Well, the coochie probably good right now. (laughs) When the coochie get old, well, you still wish that you picked her instead. I mean, again, I know that wives can leave. I know that girlfriends can leave. I just feel like your mama would never leave you. And I'm not saying that as a blanket statement, because I'm sure there are some moms out there who are not so good. I just think for the most part, the majority of the stories that I hear as you get older, oh my God, my mama saved me. My mama did this. You know, she's the one who will, she's a ride or die in most cases. Again, not in every case. And so if you choose someone over her, And I'm not talking about, now listen, I know there are a ton of videos on social media where you have, I just recently saw another uh, video where the son made his mama get in the back seat. No, no, no. Made his wife get in the back seat so his mama could ride in the front. And a lot of people were angry 
saying that the wife should not have been forced to get in the back seat right. over the mama. Yeah. For me personally, I'm going to always err on the side of respect for my elders and my mama. Now, I would hope that if I were in a situation and my husband's mom needed a ride and we were taking her somewhere, I'm going to be honest, out the gate, he's not going to have to say anything. I'm going to automatically get in the back. Only, not because I think she's better than me, not because I think she's more important than me, but because I would honor her like she were my mother. And I used to hate it when my mama would try to get in the back seat of my car and my son tried to ride in the front. I was like, get your narrow ass in the back. It's your grandma. That's my mama. Respect. So for me, having been raised in the country, I can't speak for you and yours, but I would just naturally get in the back and I would hope that I would have a great relationship with my husband's mother that it would not even be a question and I would not feel any slight or amount of disrespect having to ride in the back unless I had on my Sunday best. <laughs> well, I do agree. I mean, I think things like that will come naturally out of respect. But I also think that why is everything always up for debate? Like, I feel like... That's what the internet is all about. <laughs> I feel like you do as you please. If Agreed. You, if you feel like that's wrong for you, then do that. If you feel that's right for you, then do that. I well, mean, and then, but but I think the 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 problem comes in that we are able to see where they couldn't make up their mind if it was right for them or not. Right. Because in that particular case, the husband forced the wife to get in the back, right. like had to almost pull her out of the front seat, and her and the mama were arguing about who was going to ride in the front and the mama was real nasty like get your ass in the back I yeah. ride in the front well, yeah. so already I would I would like to believe that whomever I marry wherever you are um, that I would get along with the, with his mom yeah. so that we would not have these petty you know disagreements because I think in the grand scheme of things there are so many other problems and obstacles right. and mountains to climb that I don't want I don't want deciding who's going to ride in the front or who's riding shotgun to be one of them. Right. Well, like you said, I think some things are just should be automatically like, I don't care. Do, unless the mom wants to ride in the back. I'll be like, I cool. Like, but for the most part, I, I just probably get I, in the back. I would. You know? It would be you wouldn't even have to say, can my mama ride in the front? If we are picking up your mom, mm -hmm. I am automatically going to yeah. get in the back. And I'm never going to think that that means. He puts her in front of me. I'm not going to think that. I'm going to think that that's his mama. Yeah. Because certainly if we were picking up my mama and I, your ass better get in the back. Right. And you better open the door for her. Right. Or maybe I'll be in the back. I don't know. Right. Now two girls are out the front. We got something to chat about. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I just, I guess it is to each his own. I just hate that there's so many arguments like this happening. Even down to, you know, we, we've talked about on the show. Um, whose plate do you prepare first when it's meal time? The children or the husband? The one who's giving you the dick down. See, I disagree. You I'm going to get the dick regardless. You think the children should be served first? I do. Nah. I do. And let me tell you why. I for Well, for me, I, do, I don't ever want something like that to determine the level of respect that I have for my husband. It shouldn't be a plate. 
right. in my opinion. And depending on how old the kids are, if I've got babies and they're or five and under and they're yelling and screaming, I want them to, to be full. I want them to eat. Not that I, I don't want my husband to eat. I want him to eat too, but I would hope that we would have a relationship that he would be like, are you going to feed the kids? Right. I would hope that we have a strong enough relationship that it's not built on something as simple as I'm leaving you because you prepared their plate before mine. The fuck kind of relationship is that? I hope that we are in a situation where it is a partnership. Mm -hmm. We had these kids together and we are going to take care of them together. Now, if them bastards are in the bed asleep, then yeah, I got your, I got the chicken for you. I got you covered. If you come in and you're hungry right now, then yeah, I'm going to do your plate. But if it's just like some regular Thursday night kind of whatever, and you come in and the kids are starving and they're whining and crying and you're sitting on the couch with your feet propped up, I'm going to fix them a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> I mean, I, th but that's me. Like if we're at the dinner table, the kids, you'll serve the kids first. At the dinner table, we already got our plates. <laughs> so let me Especially ask. if there's food in the middle, yeah. you better reach your grubby hands and get your plate. If we sit down, why, why am I preparing a plate? Will you prepare a man's plate at a party? Like oh, of course. Oh, okay. But if we're all at home, see, I think those are the little nuances that matter. If we are at, I don't know, a buffet, why would I be there? <laughs> but if we are at someone's we'll house, at a friends. reception, a wedding reception, if we are at a party that has some type of buffet, again, I don't like buffets. But the point is, if it were a situation like yeah. that, then absolutely, I would go straight to my man and the little crumb snatches are not around. Baby, what would you like? <laughs> Do we fill your plate up with well, a little bit of everything and a little snatches. dessert on the side? Or would you like it all mixed together? How would you, you want it piled high or low? What you want? I got you. But I want your question to me is, baby, what would you like to drink? I'm going, to, I'll go to the bar and grab you a little, little wine. Right. That's what I want to hear. In that case, a thousand percent. But if we are at home, this is the thing that people forget. If I've worked hard all day and you've worked hard all day and we got kids who are starving, we both better feed their asses first. If your baby crying, whip that titty out. No, yes, of course. But I thought it was more like a situation if we were like, Actually, all sitting down. No, the like question we was never that. The question was very there. simply, whose plate do you prepare first, your man's or your kid's? That was a question. There was no, we at the table, we all sitting together. Well, no, but it, I, I still think it all depends. Because if my if my kids are hungry and he's not hungry, yes, of course. But if we're all eating together and we're about to eat together, then he'll probably get his plate first. I'm not mad at that. I think whatever works for you works for you. I don't, I don't, I don't judge one way or the other. I'm just saying as for me in my house, if my husband comes in and he's worked hard all day mm -hmm. and he's hungry and I've already fed the kids and put them to bed or they're doing their homework, I'm going to fix his plate. If he comes in and he's like, man, I'm so hungry. He's going to get a plate. If he comes in and he goes to take a shower or I know it's dinner time and the kids are screaming or the kids are sick or whatever, then keep the babies going. To eat. Yeah. I mean, that's a, yeah. I mean, but that's, that's the only thing I'm saying. It, there are conditions for me as they are with everything. If, if I go outside and it's raining, I'm going to put a, a, a hat on or an umbrella. Like for me, everything is situational and conditional. It's not just one rule across the board. So for me, there are nuances as to whether or not I prepare his plate. But that makes sense. 
Yeah, I, I wasn't looking for anybody to tell me it didn't. I knew it made sense. <laughs> to me, in my head, it made perfect sense. And if he loves me and our family, he will understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. First of all, he's going to want them kids quiet so he can rest. Well, yeah, I'm, the kids ain't going to be quiet with, with, with bellies grumbling and rumbling. They want to eat. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, now, if the kid is eight, you're going to eat first, daddy. <laughs> if the kid is 10, daddy first, put that chicken down. Yeah. yeah, but when they're, that's why I said for me, it's conditional. Under five and under, and yeah, they're just all yeah. over the place and you can't control them. I gotta, I gotta, no, this baby makes, gotta eat. That makes a lot of sense. All right, good. Now, again, if we're at a party, baby's not gonna be there in the first place. Well, so it could be a family function. No, I don't think baby should be allowed at parties. Wedding receptions yeah. and shit like that, baby should be restricted. Yeah, that's I'm, me. I'm talking about a, like a house family function. Like you go visit your cousin and you go getting together. And you guys having food. Oh, I'm not worried about that in that case because we have what we call a kid's table. And over on the kid's table is going to be kid food where they can grab it themselves. I'm not even going to be over there. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You don't have a kid's table at the parties? No. We have food. We have a spread and people go serve themselves. Oh, well, what the fuck you bringing up for if everybody's serving themselves? No, the, <laughs> the kids are reaching with their nasty hands no, up on if the... It's a, if it's a small kid, usually they, they get served by the mom or even the dad. The, the woman served the, the, mom, the dad and the kids. But there's not like a sp- specific kids table. Yeah, we have kids tables. Well, on like holidays and stuff, yeah, the mean, kids don't eat at the big table. The kids eat at the kids table. They, they, I mean, they have a... And you have grown up when you are allowed to no longer have to sit at the kids' table. And you go, oh, I get to sit with the grown folks. See, we sit, we sit by families. Oh, see, we don't, we don't do that. I mean... So you got the Santos over here. You got the Williams over no, there. I mean, when, you have like, when you have like 50 people at your house... I don't have you, 50 people in my house. You have like different tables. First table. of all, what house are you at that is 50 people? My, with our, enough tables like that. Our functions are usually at a hall, perhaps. No, in the house. Y'all got fifty we people. Put, yeah, we we rent those. Um, we rent those long tables and we put them out. I mean, before when it was in New York, it was different. You I know? was about to say, what the yeah, fuck? You, you got to be telling me a lot right now. York, I've been in the Right now, that's different. But, but I'm like in, in a the, house from in New York. Yeah, no, Where? But in Florida, in the in the house, we have the backyard, and we see that makes more sense to me. Backyard and a little bit inside, but a table that goes from end to end for fifty people. Yeah, no. Before you just it, you you ate standing up. Oh, I guess the food goes to your feet. Well, it's a it's lot of people. Said. No, I get it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, back to the whole situation that I was talking about that you brought up, something different. No, I was talking about family and kids tables. What we were talking about was preparing plates for the children or for your man. And right. I said, growing up for us, the kids at the kids table had their own plates. They just, you know, so it wasn't an issue when we were talking about going to somebody else's house for an event. But just on the regular for me, it's all situational. doesn't mean that I don't respect my king and he doesn't respect me as queen. I just don't want to define my relationship on things that I consider to be very petty. Right. To me, I think they're very petty. As long as we all eat, right? Whether I brought the money in or he brought the money in and we pulled it together, we had food to eat. As long as everybody eats and everybody is happy and healthy, I really don't care. Hey, listen, it is what it is. It is what it is <laughs> for me. 
as for me and mine. But for whatever reason, it has caused such great, a great divide on social media about who's right, who's wrong. And again, just like, you know, some men believe they shouldn't have to clean, that that's what women do. You know, they put gender on what a particular, you know, role in the house is. Again, for me, there are certain things that I think um, I would like for a man to do. I don't I don't like to hear that's your job. Right. That makes me want to climb up a wall and vomit down. I don't like that. I think let's get it done. Yeah. I mean, I think there's some things that are like they don't necessarily have to be spoken. Like if your man is bringing home the bacon and just chilling, then, you know. You have a lot of responsibility, and he needs to come to a clean house with a with a cooked meal. He doesn't have to. Yeah, but I think the day and age that we live in, we don't. A lot of people, especially the ones who are watching this podcast, don't have that luxury. That's that's the one percenters that you only need one income in the household to be thriving and have a good life. Most people now, the wife has to work, the husband has to work. They're making ends meet, and I think both come home equally tired. So for me. I think, and again, having never been married, maybe this is why, I don't know, but I just like partnerships. Yeah, but, but that's I like a partnership. Even in partnerships, like, for instance, if we're, like, I think even in partnerships, there's some things that are said, while wow, you're mourning the lawn or something on the weekend, I may be cleaning the house. But we don't, it, it, you could clean the house if you want, so it doesn't have to, this is your job. Like, I don't but think that's, that's what I just said. I don't like things that say, it's your job to wash the dishes. It's your job to do this and that. And that could come from me being, you know, by myself for so long. I do everything. NDRE has a song that talks about that, that I take out the trash. I do, I've do. i done all of those things for myself for so long that I don't allow them to define whether it is attached to my womanhood or not. Right, no, I, I don't. If you get there and you see the trash is full, take it out. Yeah. If I got there first, I'm not going to wait until you get home and let the house smell. I'm just going to take the trash out. I'm not going to think that it is somehow now taken away from my, you know, femininity. I don't, I just don't think that way. And I don't know if it's because of how strong I am and in who I am and the belief of how I feel about myself. I just, I don't know. Would I like a guy to do those types of things if he beat me to it? Yes. But I'm never going to sit back and wait for you to do it and then be mad that I had to do it. Let's just work together and get it done so we can have a nice, clean house, right? Let's make sure that, you know, the house is clean. If you're at home all day, it would be great if you cleaned up. That would be nice. If I'm home all day, whether for whatever reason, maybe I'm off that day and you're not, then I'll clean the house. I just think that for me, I just, I like the fluidity of let's just work together Let's make sure we have a, a, a nice home. Let's make sure that we got income coming in so we can keep right. this nice home. Right. And our kids are clean and well-fed and healthy. That's all I care about. And I think for whatever reason, once we start saying, you know, you have to do this and you have to do that, and then you didn't do it. I just think it's just extra shit to have to worry about that I don't want on my brain. No, that might, but that that's... Now, that's would I be happy if I got up Saturday morning and my husband had taken my car to get it washed and gotten it cleaned out so I could drive and, and the gas tank is full. Hell yeah. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Yeah. Just like I'm sure he would like it if he woke up, the house was clean, his his clothes were laundered and folded, and, and there I am freshly waxed and in the V-shape form. Of course. 
all of those things are wonderful. And I, I, hey, accommodate where you can. Yeah. No, I, I get it. And I, I mean, I, I agree with you 100%. If, let's just live together. And, you know, let's just live in be a happy. clean house. You know, the, let's be happy. I mean, done. Right. That's what yeah. I think. And, but again, I guess to whatever works for you, because I know yeah. there are some men who are very traditional in the sense that they believe that a woman should be in the kitchen. And the kitchen should be clean. The food should be cooked. And when he gets home, martini in one hand, steak in the other. There are some men who think like that. I, for one, have dated one who's like that. Well, I don't necessarily oh, think didn't work out for us. I don't think there's anything wrong with that as long as you're doing your part. Again. Like if you're doing the things that you men are supposed to do. See, that's, the, that's what I don't like. Because the minute you can say that, as long as the man is doing what he's supposed to do, then a man can turn around and say, then a woman is supposed to. That's the part for me that becomes a stickler. To me, if a human being is being good to another human being, the other human being will never want for whatever it is that he wants because the other human being will give it to them willingly and all the time. And that goes both ways. But the minute you put a title or responsibility on it, like as long as he's supposed to do, he's doing what he's supposed to do. Well, what is he supposed to do? And then if you if you say that, then it opens it up to be equally true for you. Well, what are you supposed to be doing? And I just don't like that. I hate that whole, you know, misogynistic kind of, you know, thought that look, they're going right there. I, I just I hate the whole gender roles, like because it's cleaning. Women are supposed to do it. Women are supposed to, you know, rear the children and cook the food and all of those things. I don't just be good to me as the SOS band said it best. Just be good to me. If you good to me, I'm going to be good to you, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. And that might mean today, I know how much you love steak. So I got one for you. You like a dirty martini. I got that for you too. You want me to, I, I know you like a chicken high heels. When you come home, I'm going to have them on. That's because I love you. And I know that you are making me happy in whatever way that means. Not because you have a particular role that you're supposed to play, but because you love me and you want to see me happy. And I feel the same way about you. Cheers. Cheers. I <laughs> pretend uh wine. Yes, I told you. Whoever you is. I know, right? No, but I, but I think when you I just I don't know. That's just how I feel. I think a lot of things get lost in the sauce when you start coming up with things like that of you supposed to keep your body right for your man and you supposed to look good all the time and you supposed to clean out and you supposed to what the fuck? Who came up with all of that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's how I feel. Number one, I'm going to keep my body right because I want to live and be healthy. That's number one. And I like the way I look. So I'm doing it first for me. And the man that I love will get to reap the benefits of that. Hmm. Okay. Just uh, Soulmates at gmail.com. That's where to, if, if you're Jasmine's soulmate out there, tech, uh, email Are you me. pimping me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> how do... <laughs> I think the show is over. <laughs> I think I just got pimped in, in, in my face. No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to see if your soulmate is out there and hasn't found you. I'm giving. I'm giving the soulmate. A, a Can I just say I don't believe in soulmates? You don't believe in soulmates. I mean, your soulmate could be anything. Like it doesn't have to be like a romantic partner. I I. So what do you believe in? 
I believe in love. Mm-hmm. I believe in miracles. Um, I believe that you happen to run into someone that you fall in love with. And if you're lucky and you put the work in, it's probably more than luck. Um, I think it works. I think you make a decision to love someone forever or not. And I think it it's easy to make the decision. I think it's harder to put the work in to keep the decision. Mm. I I don't believe that out of the billions of people on this planet, there's one person for me. Well, this is a person for everybody. We just haven't <laughs> No, but I, I don't think that there's one person for you. If that's the case, how do you explain someone who got married to someone that they really love only to wind up divorced and then marry somebody else that they really love? Oh my God, I heard something. You, you didn't answer the question. Heard. You could tell me in a minute. No, has, that doesn't answer the question. It has, it has to do with that. Right. So I'm, I'm saying if that's the case, was he lying or was she lying when they thought the first person was their soulmate? And then they thought the second person was their soulmate. I just, I think that you find people that you love. I just like stars, you know, kind of colliding and it works sometimes and sometimes it doesn't. I think. Maybe you have more than one soulmate. I don't know. I, I, I've just never bought into that. I think it's a word that somebody made up right. I mean, to right. be it's commercialized and make you that. believe in fantasies and stuff. When I think at the end of the day, loving someone, marrying somebody, or just being partnered with somebody for life is is hard work. And I, th- I and and having never done it, I recognize that it is hard. Think about how hard it is to stay on a job that you love for years. And right. not get burnt out, not believe that there's a better job, not believe that you should be treated better, not believe that you deserve more after you've been on a job for years. Right. You're you're all going to feel that even though when you first got the job, you felt like this is the job for me. It's the only job I've ever wanted. Ten years later, you'll be saying something different. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I think that every any relationship. Like I said, not even romantically. Every relationship that has to do with two people that are different requires work. Even just regular friendships. Yeah. So yeah. how then do you say that there's a soulmate for you? I don't know. It sounds nice. So and that's what they bank on. Account. It sounds nice. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I do think that some people's love just flows. You know what I'm saying? Like, it may not But be, I didn't say. I never yeah. said I did not believe that. What I said was. I don't believe that there's just one person out there for you. And you got to hope and pray that somewhere on this wide world that you run into them. Well, mine got either lost somewhere or um, has, I don't know, maybe, maybe mine is dead already. (laughs) You know what I think? I think you find love or love finds you when you're ready for it. I think if you have, I do. And I think you may or may not know when you're ready, you might think you're ready and you're not. You may think that you're not ready and you are. I, I think that the universe brings it. To, if you got a lot of shit going on in your life, a lot of insecurities, nobody well, wants to be bothered I, I, with well, that. I don't know because there's so many people in this world that do have partners that have insecurities that they married at 18. Like they may not work in the end, but. Right. But, I'm but saying, I'm, but, but I'm saying. I don't think that your insecurities might be a um, deterrent for the love to come to you. It might be something else. 
It might not be your insecurities that is preventing the relationship. It might be something else. No, and I, but that's what I'm saying. So I, I use insecurities as an example of one thing, but it could be a myriad of things that the universe may say, you're not ready yet because you're selfish. That has nothing to do with insecurity. It says you're a selfish human being. So we, we don't want you fucking nobody else up because you ain't ready. So I, I mean, now whether you listen to the universe or not, different story. I got a friend now who's mar- been married four times <laughs> and none of them worked out. Right. He ain't learned a lesson. And he done fucked up four, four women in the head. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I think that, I think that's why they say love happens when you least expect it. Because when you think you're ready, you might not be. Right. So you're expecting love, but. Love ain't ready to be expecting you. Right. <laughs> it's like going to somebody's house unannounced. Bitch, we didn't know you was coming. <laughs> Why you call? Let's send a smoke signal or something. Ooh, it just came. Yeah. You yeah. never know. Most Listen, my best friend swore. She was like, I just don't know. I've done everything right. I've done everything by the book. I, I still haven't fallen in love. Nobody's ever treated me this way. And out of the blue, she meets a guy. She doesn't think she's ready. Bam. Now they've been married for years. It's no rhyme or reason to love. Mm. That's deep. I don't know how deep it is, but thanks for the props. <laughs> <laughs>